0: everybody and welcome to That's Life where the weather has changed. I'm running outside and I'm a happy gal. Good morning everybody and thanks for listening. I am Miriam Wallach, head of social responsibility at Cross River and the host... Of That's Life here at the Nahum Segal Network. You can find me here every Thursday, right after Allison and right before Yussi's live lunch. We have a very important interview today, and so I want to get to it as quickly as possible. But I also want to thank everyone at Cross River and everyone at Kids of Courage for an unbelievable event on Sunday. My thanks to Naftali and to Howie and to Michelle and everyone else at Kids of Courage who made Sunday a reality. More smiling faces I could not have asked for, so thank God for that. Let's quickly do the fortune cookie. We have a lot of fortune cookies, by the way, here in the T N X Studio. So far, so good with that. Here we go. Okay, this one's hard to open, but I got it. Oh my gosh, me and my big mouth. There's no fortune in this fortune cookie. This is unfortunate. (laughs) Okay, sorry. That was really actually funny. All right, let me pull a different one. Can you pull? What's the what's the what's the halacha? Can you pull a second fortune? Oh, this is a good question. Can you pull a second fortune on a fortune cookie when the first one had no fortune? I don't know, but if this one also has no fortune, that's it. I'm out. All right, let me open the second one. Oh shoot, this one's messy. All right, here we go. It has a fortune, so we're up and we're good. Here we go. Care and attention to the key relationships in your life will pay off. All right. Well, I think that we have proven that to be true. Care and attention to the key relationships in your life will pay off. They certainly, certainly do. Let me do the national holidays again because I want to get to our guest um, as quickly as possible. Um, So one second. Oh, shoot. I just lost them. Hold on. I got them. Here we go. It's It's International Widows Day. Now, why is that a big day? Why is that a big deal? Frankly, because in Judaism, we make sure to pay attention and pay careful attention to two groups of people, right? To the orphans and to the widows. So if there is somebody in your life who you know has lost their spouse, give them a call. Today is the day to do it. If you don't do it regularly, today is the day to do it. Um, It's also National Detroit style pizza day. I'm happy to celebrate any pizza day, frankly, but shout out to our friends in Detroit. That's the Pollocks, right? The Pollocks in Detroit. So shout out to the Pollocks in Detroit here on National Pizza Day at That's Life. It's also Let It Go Day. I'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with Frozen, but if you want to, you know, I don't know, try and sing that song, good luck. Because really, it's only Adina Menzel who can pull that off. It's also Public Service Day. Yeah, if that's not a good intro or segue into our guest, I don't know what is. It's Runner's Selfie Day. Yes, it's possible I may have taken some selfies of myself on a good run. That is true. It's also SAT Math Day. No. No, don't celebrate that. That's awful. That's mean. I don't think anybody should be talking about that ever. It's Pink Flamingo Day. Shout out to CJ Craig. And if you get that, props to you. And finally... It's typing day. I just had a conversation with somebody recently about Mavis Beacon. If you know what Mavis Beacon is, well, then you and I are of the same generation or more. But trust me when I tell you, when I explained to somebody that computer classes when we were in high school included or really focused on the uh, training of Mavis Beacon, she literally looked at me like I was ancient. Ancient! What? They taught you typing? (sighs) Yes. They taught us typing. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and we are joined this morning by the founder and CEO of 613 Guard. Let me just spell that out, by the way. It's the word six, S-I-X, the number 13, and then the word guard.com. Joshua Shia Farkas joins us this morning to discuss a rather important topic. The topic becomes more important, I think, as every day goes on, and as many of us notice that... Our um, our homes of worship, our synagogues, our shuls in the United States are becoming more and more Europe-like or European in many, many different ways. And so I invited Shia to join me on the air this morning. Shia, good morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning. I just want to um, uh, correct you on two statements you made, if that's all right. Sure. I'm I'm one of the founders. Oh, okay, my um, bad. <laughs> okay, not 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 a not a problem, not a problem. And and um, they're, uh, they're the Muddy Schiffer and Hoodie Schiffer are, are my co-founders. of This organization, um, and also, um, the trend, um, that we're seeing now in America, um, about the issues becoming more uh, European like, um, the rise in anti-Semitism, it's always been there. Mm. um it's just coming more to the surface now and uh, and the need and requirement has been there for some time it's just that people are first starting to realize that now um and it is unfortunate you know when they say uh it can happen here and it will right unfortunately,
0: i i would have to it's agree. Repeats itself. i would have to agree with you on that so let's take a step back for a second so you are co-founder <laughs> are you still the only ceo though
1: Only
0: (laughs) CEO. Okay, so co-founder and CEO of Six Thirteen Guard Inc. And when I mean that that our shuls, our synagogues, our homes of worship in the United States are becoming more European, I mean that it is no longer a one-off that a shul or a place of worship has. Um, has guards, has personnel outside protecting both the the building itself and its worshipers who are coming and going. That they should be able to to pray, and we should be able to dive in with, um, you know, with a with a semblance of calm, shall we say, and with the security that we all deserve. But in Europe, it was you know it, it was a it was a given. You never went to, you never saw a shul or a yeshiva or or anything that was clearly a religious institution that didn't have armed personnel outside. And now we we see that all over the place. Also, and and it is it is commonplace. It is no longer a one off. It is now something that we expect. So, Shia, if you do me a favor and rewind with us a little bit, tell me what um, I, I guess the word is inspired. But what prompted the the start of Six Thirteen Guard? all
1: right So uh, it was a combination. It was um it was after after Sandy Hook and after the Harnolf massacre. Um. We decided to actually do something we were, we, were, we were mulling this concept for a few few years um let me step take a step back the organization is currently seven years old wow. um we, we started it We started seven years ago and um and it's been thriving since then but but even before then um we had unfortunately the sandy hook massacre and we had uh the the massacre the, the terrorist attack mm. in um in harnov and other attacks in eric um and, and throughout the world and we thought how how can we protect our our kids you know um uh, most jewish institutions have limited budgets um very limited budgets and you know we we look at other organizations like like Hatzolah. you know we're, we're, we're very into volunteering um mm. in, in the jewish world right and and, and we realized you know what maybe we can uh create a security force of volunteers from within our schools, within our schools, within our Jewish organizations, um, train them to a, a level which is not just acceptable, which is a, a highly trained level, to be there to protect our people and our kids, our congregants, our families, our friends, and our brothers and sisters.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I it's you know, it's interesting to me that um, that Sandy Hook. Not that not that I shouldn't have expected it, but that Sandy Hook is one of the instances that you mentioned. Obviously, the massacre in Nof is something that that shocked us to the core as Jews, but Sandy Hook shocked us to the core as Americans. and um and I completely hear that. and I and I should make mention. we should discuss for a second. We should discuss for a second what you mentioned a, a minute ago, which is the level of training that all of the volunteers for six thirteen guard, Um, receive now how many how many volunteers are there before we get into the level of training how many volunteers are there
1: we currently have in um in new york and and massachusetts currently uh about 160 active volunteers wow wow representing about 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 uh i think it's 67 active institutions and um currently in process we have about 45 applicants wow with um about uh six contracts waiting for those applicants to be uh go through licensure and go through the background checks and and qualifications so on and so forth
0: that's incredible and and have you seen do you continually I mean uh, as you mentioned yes these uh, these terrorist attacks both here and in Israel, are not, um, not something that we're not, I don't want to use the word used to because we should never become used to them, but we're not, it's not something that we're not aware of. So, do you see an increase in people becoming volunteers or being interested in volunteers or at least inquiring about what it means to volunteer with 613 Guard as another tragedy occurs?
1: So, it, it's interesting. Um, after these attacks, and unfortunately, they're happening with more frequency. Um, people you know are, are called to action and they want to do something mm. and then uh god gave us this great gift it's called um we forget mm. you know we get busy with other things right, you know, right. Uh, and um and that, that's what happens everyone becomes complacent again it, it, it didn't happen in the past few weeks so it's not going to happen to us hmm. um, and this process the process to become a guard and bring your, your your synagogue your school your house of worship your not-for-profit on board it does take time and people have to invest the time to become a volunteer. Um, it's not just taking like a one-eight-hour course and moving on. the The course is, the coursework is about a hundred hours wow. initially. With wow. an upkeep of um, about thirty hours uh, a year, plus uh, three qualifications a year, and we keep expanding the curriculum because we, we keep pushing our guards to uh, be better, and and more, more focused in their training. And, and you know, it's it's uh, it's, the, the skill itself, the skill set is one that um you know you have to keep training
0: right so let's discuss that let's let's discuss now the level of training that the guards receive
1: um okay well uh, initially the state mandated approximately 70 hours we had our own coursework on top of that um you know our guards are armed i don't think we discussed that before right and um you know that, that that's that's one tool in their toolbox um, depending on the institution, um, we have different uh, plans, different uh, protocols for that institution. In mm. some institutions, they work alongside uh, another great organization called CSS. Mm. Um, and um, CSS they, is they, they what is their...
0: CSS would be what most people are probably more familiar with, right? That's Correct. that's what people see in their schools.
1: Correct. Right. E- either either CSS directly or CSS type organizations, which is, um, you know, it's, it's a great, a great asset. And we talk about security, we talk about, um, rings of security, circles of security, and the rings expand outward. And, and, you know, it starts with, um, with locks, closed camera, uh, CCTVs, um, paid guards, um, volunteers being the eyes and ears, uh, you know, um, greeters, as we call them, people standing by the door, um. Locking doors that are in the back, unused doors, just just to create not only a a sense, an illusion of security, but also to actually um, harden this soft target mm. and make it a hard target, not a soft target. And, and the the more the more rings you have, um, the more security you have.
0: So when you mean a soft target versus a hard target, a soft target which would be um, something that is, co- well, I'm going to use the word easier to attack?
1: Yeah, easier to attack. I mean, you, you, you look around our country, try to get into any police precinct without being buzzed in. Right. You know, you, you, go, you, you go into a, uh, most businesses now, a jewelry store is a great example. You know, what are they protecting? They're protecting expensive pieces of jewelry. It, it used to be easier to get into a school or a shul, and in some cases it still is, where you have um, the precious human life of our kids, or I must spot them, than it was to get into a jewelry store or to get into even some businesses or, or a bank. Um, you see security guards at banks all the time. You go, to, you go to New York City and you see off-duty police officers standing outside banks. Right. That's called a paid detail from the NYPD. Um, try to get into a police precinct. You think police precincts should be easy to get into. All well, the guys have guns <laughs> there, right? They're all trained. Right. But, by, by us try to get into the fourth precinct, there's two levels of uh, doors that you buzz into, and you have to explain why you're there. Right. Or, or, or the fort, which is now one police plaza in Manhattan, with, um, with armed police officers with rifles. You can't even get on the block. There's a security booth outside the building, and then another one inside the building. You know, it's uh, they're more protected than our kids are.
0: So you're making it. You're making a, a number of valid point. A number of very valid points. The level of protection that we deserve, the level of protection that the government either can't, for whatever reason, let's just call it can't provide, and that we need to provide for ourselves. We want to make sure that all of our loved ones inside are safe. And at the same time, Shia, you, you find yourself at a bit of a crossroads of making sure that the shul doesn't feel like a fortress, right? We don't want people, we want people to feel safe. We don't want people to feel afraid and unwelcome. How do you balance that?
1: Well, it's not a matter of balancing. It's a matter of becoming used to certain things. Ah. You know, we used to board airplanes, right? Just to basically, you pay your ticket, you get on there was no real security, maybe a metal detector. Right. Um, and now we have the TSA
0: boy, you and I are dating so- ourselves with this part of the conversation. Yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> I, 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 I remember catching a, uh, a, f- a flight to Boston once, and I literally parked my car 20 feet from the terminal and I ran onto the plane. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen anymore.
0: No, now we take we- off our shoes because one idiot decided to try and blow up a plane with our shoes. So the entire planet takes off its shoes and puts them through metal detectors.
1: You don't have TSA pre-check already.
0: I do. Ready? I do, and I have clear. Okay. But that's not the point. <laughs> Either way, the level of you know you have you have one madman, right? You have an act of one madman, and they effectuate yeah. change because they instill a fear in us that we right. have to we have to figure out how to deal with.
1: It, it, it's a cat and mouse game. They're trying to figure out how to bypass the security that's there, and we're trying to, you know to figure out what they're going to do but right. they have the clear advantage um all we can do is try to harden our targets um the, you know after 9 11 see something say something right it's true it's just that we became very complacent it's it's america is the anomaly at this point in time the rest of the world had this they, they understood this the jews in south america the jews in south africa the jews in, in europe they understood the need for security anti Semitism has been there, right? You know, we're only, you know, 70 plus years since, since the Holocaust, where a portion of the world tried to kill out the Jews, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a child of a Holocaust survivor. My father was in a camp, you know, his, his motto was, it's going to happen here. It's a matter of time, mm. you know, and you're we're seeing it come to the, it's it, the, the, the answer is that um, it might seem inconvenient, but unfortunately, it's necessary. Even in our where we control the government, we control the security apparatus. Security is still necessary. You what? see it throughout the country.
0: You're 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 so right on so many levels, and the complacency is something that that I find. You know, complacency breeds naivete, right? Because Correct. because we become not only so comfortable and so again to use the word complacent with our lifestyle that we begin to convince ourselves it couldn't happen here, and you know you have situations we had we had Texas right and then the conversation happened in Shul with 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 a, a very important member of of the congregation and she said well it doesn't happen here and I looked at her and I said it doesn't happen here until it happens here. Then it's happened here. Like you can't, we can't sit here and pretend that we we live in a bubble. We don't. And you know what the thing is about bubble Shia? They pop. They pop really easily. And so all of a sudden, when our guard is down, we 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 find ourselves just in the same boat as everybody else. And and I'm not I'm not trying to put a damper on anybody's day. We, if anything, are trying to have a realistic conversation about life. What life looks like today, and I think that that's one of the things that Six Thirteen Guard addresses. That this is what life is today. We're not here to, and you're not here to shock anyone, to scare anyone. You're here to say that this is what life is. So let's deal with it.
1: Correct. You articulated the point perfectly. Well, I, I I appreciate it's on, it's on, it's on, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that it's necessary, right? but um, listen, so are uh, inoculations for babies when they get uh, – after they're born. Right. You know, <laughs> there are certain things that are necessary in life, putting up street signs. People don't have the common sense to stop at a corner and let a car go through if you don't put a stop sign there. <laughs> it, it's the same thing.
0: Right. We have different. We have different. Exactly. We have different um, we have we put different things in place in society to make sure that people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing or what we expect them to do is when we have to put in other safeguards. And I think that that is the way people need to look at 613 guard. And, yes, we do. We do want to mention and it's an important part of it that that while every guard for 613 is armed, as you put it, very very appropriately, it's one of many tools. It's not the tool, as if there's only one. It's one of many tools that six thirteen uses in order to make sure that it's protecting the people it needs to protect.
1: Correct, correct. You know, it's um, in America, guns has become a thing. It's the divided people to the left and to the right. There's there's no gray area. You know, you look at other places in the world where there is no. A second amendment and and there it's not an issue a school needs security you get someone there with a gun right you know it's it, it's 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 like a no brainer it's also you go to rome you go you you go you go through security you go you know you're you're in, you're in um in argentina you're going to a school you're going through security you know eric school there is someone there protecting most major schools right every single school outing <laughs> every single uh event there's security.
0: No, you're 100% right. And the the irony is, by the way, that one of the things that makes us feel protected is that people are carrying. So there's an irony in the fact that the same thing that causes fear in some causes com- you know evokes comfort or reassurance in others. And that's that's also the reality, right? Is that w- we can't we can't protect ourselves with uh, with slingshots. Those days are way over we need to be able right. to make right. no go ahead
1: right. and, we, and we i'm sorry i and we, we we take at least our organization takes takes our job seriously that's the reason for the extensive training um we we, we sent um 32 of our members did an active shooter training course at six hour academy um we go there on a regular basis with our with our teams um we, we train them to the highest level we can at this point in time, understand that we're a not-for-profit. Our funds are limited as they are. Um, a lot of these guards will put in money from their own pocket. Mm. Uh, and some of the institutions do, do chip in also, but um, we, we we try. We we try to bring our, our, our guards to the highest level because if they know, I mean, understand the percentage, the, the chance that they're going to be called into action is is so... Infantitively small. Right. At least, at least currently, thank God. Thank God. Um but they have to be ready to act and respond then in those few seconds. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the uh, the most recent school massacre and, and everyone is like looking back and saying, What went wrong? What went wrong? We don't want people to look back and say what went wrong off of it if we have to be called for action. We want to get it right. Right. And that's why we train and retrain and retrain and retrain. Six thirty so qualify these guys on a regular basis.
0: 613Guard.com is where you can find more information. I know that it is volunteer. I know that there are plenty of schools, plenty of yeshivas, plenty of shuls that call upon you at a variety of different times, um, especially when let's say there's a big event, etc. Again, it's volunteer-based. If people are looking to support the organization, they can go to 613Guard. Again, that's the word six and the number 13. Six S I X, the number one three, and then guard come she just just so that just so that people understand i mean we're not talking about needing uh, you know a, we're, we're we're basically talking about being able to effectuate change and and support 613 with with small donations because a little bit goes a long way
1: Yeah, understand we we, we run this organization currently on a on a shoestring budget um our members do in we look at ourselves as a, a cooperative of of insurance and training expenses, mm. and we're funded by all our 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 clients. Or we call them member member uh, organizations. But um, in order to bring our our groups to, to a high level of training, you know, we we will take anyone's donations. Anyone <laughs> who wants to help support us, we uh, we 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 do hope and encourage that people will uh, heed the call.
0: Right, the same way we ask you guys to heed the call, and you have. Um, is the same way we as a community need to heed the call and support you as else as well. 6:13 guard again, that's six one three. the number one three guard.com. Shia Farkas, my, my thanks to you and to your co-founders and to all the volunteers at 6:13 for your continued un, unwary, un, unwavering support. Of the Jewish community, both—I uh, mean—talk about putting your monies where your mouth is. You literally, all of you, put yourselves on the line every single time you are there to do to protect us, and and on behalf of everyone, I just—I honestly just want to thank you.
1: Oh, Miriam, thank you for inviting us on your show today. Really, and uh...
0: not at all. Not—it's literally, it's honestly, Shia, its the least I can do. It is the least. I can do 613guard.com. Shia Farkas, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thank you. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Again, that's 613six13guard.com. A full afternoon of programming continues. The live lunch hosted by Yossi Zweig begins in just a few moments. And then, of course... You have Throwback Thursday and then we have the Arab Shab show hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by our friends at Kedem at 7 p.m. This is one of those days where we say don't touch that virtual dial. You do not want to miss a moment of programming. And then tomorrow morning, join Nahum as he hosts J.M. and the A.M. at 6 a.m. Yes, at 6 a.m., he's nodding. He is not at 6 a.m. in the morning, of course. Eastern time, join him as Malcolm Holmline joins him at 7.40 in the morning for a weekly update. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but again, Israel has no government, so tune in because you never know. By Friday, they may have a government. No, I'm just kidding because the vote is supposed to be October 25th. Relax, I'm paying attention, everybody. I'm paying attention, but certainly tune in. It is going to be, I imagine, a Labor dick. Labor dick. Weekly update. And then you have a full day of programming until candlelighting here in the New York area, Saturday night, Seagull, hosted by Avrami, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then I I can't even believe I still get to announce the same announcement. Mattis continues his streak, 7 a.m. JM Sunday, Sunday morning. Never broken that streak. My God, that man is incredible. He is a marathon runner in that literal sense. My gosh. Keep it up, Matis. Keep it up. All right. I am we are going to play a song today that is I, I can't even believe that um, that I haven't thought about this song in so long. But on Sunday. Cross River hosted a carnival in honor of Kids of Courage, and Joey Newcomb and his band performed for hours and did an incredible, incredible job. A shout-out to Joey Newcomb and to Judah Hulkauer, who manages Joey, and to everyone who participated that day and who played that day. You guys were incredible. And they played one song I have not thought about in forever. Here it is. Here's Cloud Dull by... Yisrael Williger, right here for you on That's Life. Make sure to sing along. That's Life, everybody. Bye, guys.
2: God oil, God God Say it oh. God it back to